Welcome to the Redefine Your Career Journey podcast, where we help career-minded professionals like you become the CEO of your career. I'm Laura Bayshore, and I'm here with my co-host, Mary Fane Brandt. Together, we have over 25 years of experience in career development and coaching. We're thrilled to share our insights and expertise with you on this podcast. So grab your favorite cup of coffee, tune in, and let's start the show. I kind of have a raspy voice this morning. I don't know why. Good morning, everyone. Let's talk about the latest and greatest with you. Laura, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. I got a lot done around the house. I've got in-laws coming in um, and my dad's coming in. Yeah, and my dad's coming. So (laughs) all the grandparents are coming to my house this Thursday. So watch out for that. Hey, my parents are coming this uh, Friday. My, hey. my dad and my stepmom. Look there at that. It, it's family weekend. It really is. Family. Yeah. We invite our families to come visit once a year. No. <laughs> no. Mine can come all the time. But um, so we're both getting ready for families. Uh, what do you what kind of coffee are you drinking today? Oh, uh, just just a hot cup of coffee with a lot of creamer in it because like you, I need a little bit more energy. I need to wake up. Um, I think the weather, the time is doing that changing thing, right? So it's getting a little less. <laughs> changing thing. Such, yeah. a, such a technical term, Laura. Thank you. You're Thank hilarious. You. I'm That's... thinking like I have my big mug. If this was a video, you guys would see that I have like this huge mug that's almost the size of my face. And I did a vanilla almond milk latte this morning, a hot one, because I'm out of um, my grinds to make my cold brew. <laughs> Oh, no, I can't believe you ran out. That's terrible. Uh, They're coming today. Well, the Costco here in Arizona doesn't uh, carry my Jose vanilla coffee. So I I broke down and I ordered it online and paid that $3 shipping. I don't know about you guys, but you know what? I just, I I don't like paying for shipping. Yeah. Those things. Absolutely. My husband doesn't like that either. Like he's he's very much a stickler for it. He will research other things to make sure he doesn't have to pay. So I and feel you're probably that one. wondering, well, Mary, why didn't you order it from Amazon? Don't you have a Prime account? Well, of course I have a Prime account. And yes, I looked at Amazon and it was ten dollars more for me to order it on Amazon. So just remember that Amazon is not always the cheapest place to order your stuff. Also, your free shipping is baked in, but okay. So, <laughs> yeah, just anyway, throwing that out. There. Uh, so, yeah, Laura, so, do you have a coffee thing that you want to share before we dive into today's topic? I do have something, and it's so funny because once I shared it with you, you said that you've seen it a ton on Facebook too. But <laughs> I love coffee so much. I follow like coffee meme pages. You know, they just they brighten my morning. I get excited about it, and. I saw this one over the weekend and the coffee is served with a cloud of cotton candy above it. Have you guys seen this? It's science. It's a science experiment with coffee. If you guys have seen this coffee meme on Facebook or Instagram, it is, it's uh, very visual. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's like displayed on this wonderful like plate that's like the dark clay looking and then it's got over it, it almost looks like a desk lamp, you know, the ones that have the cylinders that go over it. But instead of a cylinder, cotton candy that kind of looks like a cloud is over it. 
And then the heat from the hot coffee makes precipitation happen and you get little sugar cotton candy falling into your coffee. I mean, it might make me a cotton candy fan. I might try it just to see the rain. I don't know. I got so excited, as well, you can tell from my voice. It's really cool to me. Right. I'll be in San Diego <laughs> next month. And if we're able to get together for coffee in person, we're going to have to see if anyone in San Diego does this. Um, oh, my gosh. I will so bring I, cotton candy to the coffee shop. How about that? Oh, like We will just experiment in front of everyone and see how it goes. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about salaries and promotions, how to take control of your career and get what you want from these conversations. You'll definitely want to grab your coffee for this one, your notepad, your laptop, whatever it is that you take notes. Um, Who here is in the middle of, it's a technical term, or about to negotiate their next promotion or salary. You're, You're getting ready to negotiate a salary or promotion, because they actually are two different things. Now, question number two, uh, who here is afraid of being disappointed with the outcome? Yeah, I should give myself a, you know, you know, I've been there. I have too. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I think most people would be like concerned about getting a disappointing um, outcome. Laura, do you want to review the recent poll on LinkedIn by LinkedIn News? Absolutely. So you know me and my stats. I love to share stats. And so, of course, I don't know if apps are listening to me or how they know what to throw into my feed. But um, a recent poll from LinkedIn News asked, would you consider switching jobs for a pay boost? And I'm sure you guys won't be surprised by this, but 83% said yes. And the reason I want to share this today with all of you is that it's expected that you're going to want an increase in your pay. If the place where you are right now is making you feel like that's not a reasonable expectation, then they are an organization that does not feed into the career development of their staff. And that's something for you to think about. What do you have, Mary? Um, Well, it's actually a known fact that to make more money, a.k.a. bump your salary, switching jobs is the key. Um, So Forbes, I found this uh, article on Forbes. It really does pay to change jobs. During the second year of the pandemic, according to new Pew Research Center analysis, half of the workers who changed jobs saw their pay increase nearly 10%. And I just worked with a client um, in July, and she got a $20,000 pay bump. I worked with another client. We've worked together over three years and she's, uh, I want to say she's on her, we worked together for four years. Maybe she's at her second job already. And she's seen a $53,000 increase in her salary since working with me. So the old school mentality, and I mean like old school, uh, decades ago, is that you stay at your job and you get promotions and you move up. And that that is what you did in your career. But so much has changed in the job market that it's actually, you know, the way to think about your job is that you're going to be there for no more than three years. If you're ready to keep moving up, get promotions, increase your salary, then you need to have the mentality that I'm here for two and a half to three years. And then I will be looking for my next career jump. So anyways, 
That's 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 the the background on this topic, you guys. But let's get let let's start about what should you do. So we've got a couple bullet points to go over. So here's my tip: start the conversation. Don't wait for it. If you um, if you're sitting there thinking that um, if you do your work, I come to work, I do what's expected of me, come my annual review, I'm going to get a raise. I'm here to tell you that's not how it works anymore. I'm really passionate about informing and, and coaching my clients about starting the conversations. You know, too many times I've experienced myself or my clients trying to wait for the right time to address a promotion or salary. But I'm here to tell you that if you wait, that's all you'll be doing. You know, so let's talk about some of the ways that you can start a conversation. First, yeah. And I'm going to tell you the, the personal story at the end of this. First, have a conversation with your boss. Make sure that your goals are known and ask for guidance and membership. And then ask them directly what they want to see from you. Ask them for measurable goals and then make sure that you're tracking them. Number two, don't wait for annual reviews. If you wait, it'll be too late. Annual reviews are actually being, it used to be that you got a review and a raise at the same time. They've actually separated those. Like an annual review is how are you doing in your job? And your annual increase is usually a flat increase that a company gives out. And it's, you know, uh, anywhere between like two and a half to 5% is a really, really great increase. Oh, five um, is big. Five is <laughs> yeah, I, I got that once. Um, but what I, I want to share a personal story. Like, I'm not making this up. I'm not just reading articles. This has happened with my clients. And I'm, I'm going to share that it happened with my husband. He's that guy, that old school mentality that thinks if I go to work, I'm, I'm there early. I stay late, a little late. I do my tasks. They know that I want a promotion. So... Mm -hmm who's the hardest person to coach the one that's in your house that like is he's true been having he's been having these i'm like you have to go talk to your boss well they know i want that no you need to talk to them mm -hmm. and i'm like every other month you need to say hey can we sit down and talk and he's been doing this and now he's on track like great i think what it does is it lets your supervisor know that you're serious and they need to mentor and coach you or they could lose you so you have to be your own advocate. And that's what I want to get across today. Don't sit and wait, take action. I'm very passionate about this. Let's take a pause right here to refresh your coffee and hear from our sponsors. Are you an entrepreneur or a small business owner? How are you attracting business? Join San Diego's elite team referral networking group. You will own your spot in one of team's category exclusive chapters. Network with a purpose and receive quality referrals and thrive. Don't hire a sales team. Join one. Call today 619-731-0395 or visit teamreferralnetwork.com to give your business the boost that it needs. Team, together everyone achieves more. Whether you're purchasing, refinancing, or just starting to look for your dream home, you need a trusted lender. Island Girl Pam Campbell is here to make your experience smooth and easy. She's approved with over 100 banks, which gives her the ability to provide you with a full range of mortgage products to meet your goals. Pam will walk you through every step, ensuring you understand the process and options to finance your home. Mortgage is made easy. You believe it. Island Girl will achieve it. Visit islandgirl.com. I-L-E-N-D-G-I-R-L.com. NMLS number 293. 
1-800-273-3365. And I think in the same vein of that, sometimes it helps to hear from someone who's on the other side of the table, the person who's administering the performance evaluation or who's in charge of doing that. So the way I learned about performance evaluations was giving them. Um, One of the things that you can do to bring that up, just like Mary mentioned, is asking for an informal review and a breakdown of the numbers for your position. Every position in any organization that you work for, even if it's a nonprofit, has numbers to meet. You need to know what those numbers are. So ask your boss, what would you like to see me work on? See, when it comes to your performance evaluation, it'll be based on the work and effort that you've done. So even if they've reviewed with you their generic set of it, you need to know what they're looking for specifically from you. This is how you can start to really work towards that. And then what would you like to see me work on? Can you please put some numbers behind that so we can measure my achievements in our next meeting? That's so important because that makes the difference between meeting expectations and exceeding them. See, if what you're doing and what you're on track for falls under meeting expectation, you will not get a raise. So how do you figure out how to define that and what to do? Well, really opening up that conversation so that your employer knows or that your boss knows where you're at and that you're looking to move forward. And a quick story that I wanted to share about one of my former employees. I worked with someone who did a lot. You know, he he was a really stellar part of our team. However, sometimes the way that he interacted with staff made it to where even though he had all these outside accomplishments, he wasn't getting the acknowledgement that he needed. Before I took over as his manager, people were so put off by the way he went about approaching things that they would never give him any guidance. So in his first performance evaluation with me, I sat down and I told him honestly what I was seeing. Now, it was not a pleasant conversation. He was not happy with me for about a week or two. But six months later, when we went back in and did his review, he got his first raise in two years because I worked with him on things that he (laughs) could achieve that would make a difference for him. So it really matters on speaking to your boss and having an honest conversation. And and to play on that, you might be doing everything you're supposed to do at work. You might be achieving your goals and your numbers that were set by your boss. But if your relationships with your coworkers or if you're the boss, you know, the manager, your employees, if that's subpar, you're not going to get those raises. Right. Because it's not just task based, right? It's relationship based in the office. And so I'm so glad that you were able to help this gentleman, right? Improve on that. But sometimes you guys, you need a coach. Sometimes you need outside help that can help you become a better employee, a better employer, a better director, you know, and just understanding how to not just manage, but communicate. Right. I, I mean, Absolutely. that is something I had to work on in, in my professional career is how to 
be a better listener and communicate better. Yes, because so. what I did for that employee that I mentioned, I, I, not a lot of bosses would, and that's not to do my own horn, but it's probably lies into the fact of why I'm a career coach on my own now, right? Right. <laughs> I, I like yeah, that. Not a lot of bosses would. Okay, yeah. let's keep the show moving. Let's move to our, our next topic is how do you get your number, right? How do you, what are you worth, right? Um, so I'm just going to jump in and say research current salaries and job responsibilities. Uh, you might have signed up to do executive assistant work, right? That's my background. So let's just go with that. Okay. But then you became the event planner. And then they added something else and you've taken it all on, right? But your, your salary hasn't been increased. So you need to show them that you're actually doing more than what you were hired for, right? And you need to do it in a very positive way and you need to have um, numbers to back that up. So the documentation of your accomplishments or, you know, for me, I did become the event planner. So I planned all the board retreats. I planned student events. And so, you know, you want to have that documented. And I think, and Laura, you'll probably agree, the biggest mistake that job seekers make is they don't keep documentation that backs up their promotions and salary requests. And then when it comes time to ask for that, you can't remember it all, you guys. Right? Exactly. Because when I have been on the other side of giving performance evaluations to employees, when they say, yes, I did that, I say, can you give me an example? And it can't be vague. It has to be an actual time that this occurred and you need to have some type of numbers to back it up. So I absolutely agree on that. And especially when you're taking on more tasks, the way you can avoid having any kind of burnout or getting upset is by bringing the conversation back to your boss talking to them and making sure that they understand all the new things that you're taking on. So absolutely. Communication, you got to ask, you got to inform them. They might think that you're just able to pull it all off in your eight hour day. But when you take on bigger projects, you need to have that discussion. Absolutely. Continually have the discussion. I ended up getting an assistant. Hey, that's a good discussion. I like it. Uh, I negotiate an assistant. If I'm do, if we're adding this and this to my little office that was a party of one, it's going to have to become a party of two. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that was that was my solution. Okay, good. Um, and so, the two <laughs> items that are really most important when it comes down to having the negotiation for your salary is making sure that you get above your bottom line. So you need to be asking for more than your bottom line and the ability to back up your reasons with concrete evidence and achievements. As Mary had mentioned, start your e-file now so that you're able to have those. And then also- Well, Laura, wait, real quick. Can we go over what that e-file is? Like give just a couple examples because I'm not sure everyone here understands like, well, what what do I put in my e-file? Okay. So in an e-file is basically 
However, you're going to be able to have quick access to this information. And I would suggest to put it maybe in your personal email or put it on your personal computer. That way you always have access to it. Because, you know, we've all heard stories about like, oh, access to this got taken away. But anyways, that's a different show. So with the e-file, you want to put in those big projects that you worked on. What were those outcomes? You want to put in if you're mentoring employees behind you. Um, you want to make sure that you put in any recommendations that you got or also thank yous that you've received from maybe the C-suite or clients. So things that back up what you've done and how you've worked with other coworkers. That's what's important to put in there. So you need to have numbers and you also need to have leadership qualities. So think of a good combination of your technical and soft skills with outcomes attached to them. How did you have a good outcome? And then the last thing that I'll say on this, which I think um, might get some pushback on, or someone might hear this and think, well, this doesn't sound what I'm used to, but don't give a range. You do not need to give a range of a salary that you're willing to accept because you give that range, they're going for the bottom of what you said anyways. So You're just, if you're thinking you're going to give a range and they're going to go for the higher part of it, they are not. They're not. So don't give a range. And that's a good point. Give a number. That's a really, yeah, that's a really good point. If you give a range, like I would like a five, uh, let's do dollars. I'd like anywhere between a $7,500 and a $15,000 raise this year for the additional work. Do you really think your employer is going to be like, Hey, Eva, we're going to give you that $15,000 raise. Probably not. So this is kind of thinking differently. And I kind of like it. Like, um, I would like to see a $10,000 raise in my salary for the additional duties that I've taken on. Here are those duties, right? Here's the projects I've taken on. Here's the outcomes that have happened. Here's the ROI. um, Yeah, exactly. Because that is a little different thinking. Yeah, because exactly to your point, if you're going on from seventy five hundred to ten thousand, okay, well, how about seventy five fifty? <laughs> like it, it's just, it's definitely not going to get you where you want, and you're going to leave there feeling disappointed. So what let's time move is it, it along for everyone. <laughs> it is time for the weekly buzz. So as you guys know, the weekly buzz each week, we're going to share one actionable tip you can use to kick your week off right. And this week is don't wait for it. Raise your hand to start the conversation. Set a meeting with your boss to discuss your goals. And number two, discuss your achievements and have numbers to back you up. And then number three, Know your market value, whether you are currently employed or interviewing for a new job. You are your best advocate. And I think that's what we really wanted to get across today, right, Mary? Yeah, and that, you guys, you're all salesmen. Okay, I'm going to put that out there. You have to sell yourself, right? You are selling yourself to your boss, to your corporation. And so you have to you have to understand that every day you're selling yourself as I am the best employee for this job. I am ready for that promotion. So just remember that you are, you know, when you go to work, you're, you're selling yourself and how great you are. 
And so you are your best advocate. If you enjoyed the podcast, show us some love. Please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And if you have any feedback, go ahead and share that with us too, because we want to hear from you. And don't forget to visit our website, Redefine Your Career Journey, so I can help you take the next step in your career. Woohoo! We'll see you next week with another episode to help you redefine your career journey. Until then, stay focused, stay motivated, and stay caffeinated. <laughs>